It's the Progress Pod, a production of the Franklin County Coalition for Progress. I'm Pete Mazzoni with Jeremy Kate. June is Pride Month, which kicks off a season of celebration that typically spans the summer months all around the world. Communities host parades, festivals, and educational programs to increase the visibility of the LGBTQ community in a quest to gain equality and acceptance. Last summer, the Franklin County Coalition for Progress coordinated the first-ever Pride Franklin County event, and planning is currently underway for this year's event, which will be held Sunday, August 4th. New to this year's Pride celebration is Pose for Pride, an art exhibit on display throughout the month of June in various downtown Chambersburg businesses. The exhibit includes portraits of members of the local LGBTQ community, including a special exhibit focused on drag queens. On today's show, we talk with Philip Whitley, co-chair of the Pride Franklin County Steering Committee and a local photographer who created the Pose for Pride project. And we have Frankie Boomba, also known as Lolly Cox, a local drag queen performer and owner of Rocks by Cox, a custom rhinestone jewelry studio. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having having us. us. So as we spoke before the show, I'm going to allow you to introduce yourselves as you would prefer. Let's start with you, Philip. Well, I'm Philip Michael Whitley, also known as Mr. Fab or Mr. Fab Photos. Okay. I am Franklin Bumball, um, commonly known as Lolly Cox, and I've been doing the art of drag for almost five years now. Okay, fantastic. Let's start with you. Uh, Tell us about how you got started in the drag business. (laughs) So the business, yeah, it's it's a wild category. I wanted to somehow find my voice and find how to fit in in the community. Mm -hmm. And by going out, being a young 21-year-old homosexual from a small town, it really was a complicated situation, I felt. And then I stumbled upon my first drag show, um, obviously not in Franklin County yeah, until last ask. year. Where did you stumble upon this? Yeah, it was in um, Boonesboro, Maryland at the Lodge. Okay, Boonesboro is probably slightly more rural than Chambersburg. Yeah, but they're the last gay bar um, probably within at least a 45-minute radius other okay. than Harrisburg. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And... How'd you find out about that? Is that something that's kind of kept quiet or? So back in the day, I guess it was called Deer Park. And then it was under a few different owners. And um, it recently transferred ownership last year as well. Okay. Um, But they're still going, keeping it rolling, keeping the shows coming. And I just befriended some of the dry queens. And if you want to get started, that's honestly the best way to do it. Ask the questions. Okay. Be there for the shows. And so was it just an absolute mind-blowing experience to walk in there and go, wow, people can do this? Yeah, and it wasn't until probably about a year or two into it that I started helping other people who really mm-hmm. want to perform in the art mm-hmm. that I really saw the big picture and understood what it actually meant. Now, back at home, had you been kind of, you know, doing this, you know, dressing up, having fun just privately? Oh, yeah. I remember being 16 years old, going to Five and Below and getting a $2 eyeshadow palette and thinking I was fierce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that was my thing. And, like, I would do it in the middle of the night in... Um, the upstairs bathroom, and I would only do one eye. Just, just one. one. Just okay. one. Just learning how to blend. A asymmetrical? Yeah. 
Now, was this something that mom and dad, you kind of kept quiet from them, or was there some acceptance? Where were we on this? Um, I don't think that there was any way for me to keep anything hush-hush. Right. I'm pretty flamboyant. Yeah. Uh, mom knows. Dad, I remember uh, one time, he saw me putting my makeup on, getting ready for a show, and he whistled from out back upstairs through the window. And I'm like, okay, that's his like key of acceptance. Yeah, I I would say. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, since then, my mother hasn't missed a show. She's been to all my performances. Okay, great. Now tell us about this character, Lolly Cox. What is Lolly Cox Uh, all about? Lolly Cox. um, She loves big hair, big jewelry, which is a key part of my history that I'm leaving behind is the jewelry. Um, I was able to quit my full-time job two and a half years ago to become Mm self-employed. Um, you've seen my work on the Oscars red carpet. You have seen my art. I call it art, but it's my jewelry. You've seen it on Netflix. It's been in movies. Um, you've seen it on RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm really good friends with a lot of the big names from there. Okay. I keep them sparkling. But Lolly's just her hometown girl, just like Frankie. I'm going to go ahead and promote you then. It's Rocks by Cox. Yeah. So and what's the website? It's lollycox.com. That's L-O-L-L-I-C-O-X.com. Great. Well, that is a fantastic story. Tell us how they, who was wearing it on the red carpet and how they found you and how exciting that was. Yeah. So um, Shangela who was one of the queens that performed alongside Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I believe it's Bradley Cooper, right? Yes. Yeah. In A Star is Born. Um, So she was there with Lady Gaga on the red carpet at the Oscars, and she was wearing... Was it just a a regular customer order? Do you have any idea who you were selling to? Yeah, so they reach out via social media on Instagram. They send you the picture of their gown, which is super hush-hush. Um, I actually just did Alyssa Edwards, um, Anastasia Beverly Hills um, okay. makeup. So she has all of my jewelry for the music video and the campaign. And for that, I actually had to sign a good old non-disclosure agreement. So I couldn't tell anybody about that for six months. So how would you describe your jewelry? Um, it's a lot of sparkle and a lot of size. Like, the smallest earrings I make are, like, four and a half, five inches, and just really fine. Okay, so thinking, what is that, like, something like this? For the for the listeners, I'm not a jewelry wearer, so yeah, that, is so, that a big earring? or So, fold a dollar bill in half and add an inch and a half. Okay. Yeah, you have to super glue them to your ears. A lot of people don't know that. Really? Yeah. Drag, that's commitment. Yeah, drag's painful. well that's fantastic to hear uh that must be really exciting you were able to quit your job full-time entrepreneur yeah i have two employees now and okay now it gets tricky yeah you've got employees yeah (laughs) and so how often do you perform where do you perform so i perform as locally as i can Mm -hmm. within reason of course um I have performed in Harrisburg. I've done Harrisonburg, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, mostly uh, at the Lodge in Boonesboro, Maryland, okay. though. You have a devoted following down there? Um, I'd like to think so. Mm-hmm. I hope. Yeah. Are more venues opening up to these shows? Yes. Um, we're seeing a large rise in drag brunch and drag bingo, especially. Drag bingo. Yeah. Um, and a lot of um, 501c3s are partnering together. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good way to get funding. So that's great. You're giving back with some of the programming. And I think for people who've never seen a drag show, tell us what to expect. Um, first off, have your dollars ready. Hold <laughs> <laughs> it in half. Yeah. Um, no, just go with an open mind. 
and an open soul because you will leave very fulfilled. Okay. It's just us <clears throat> having a good time being our true authentic selves. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody should at least see it once. If sure. it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But generally, I always hear everybody has a really fun time. And when you go to these shows, everything's just over the top. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you will get, you know, cat suits with 24 um, inch ostrich feathers. You'll have headpieces. You'll have gowns that are five, six, seven thousand dollars. Oh wow! Drag is expensive, um, but I love it. Sure. And so the performers will come out, and they're they're introduced, and kind of how tell us how it goes. You have an yeah. MC, and yeah, you'll have a designated MC or two throughout the show. They usually switch about halfway through. Mm-hmm. Generally, there's four to six entertainers, and they'll do two numbers, so it's a good hour long. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will just come out with our outfits on, our wigs, as high as we can get them. And we will lip sync to some of the current and everybody's favorite songs. Oh, that's right. That's a, a big part of it is you guys pick. What's your song? What's my song that yeah. like I love? Yeah, the one that you just got to get up and move. That's really hard. Um, the one that I've been into lately is Tina Turner, Private Dancer. Okay. Yeah, All because right. I wear a big nude illusion outfit and then a huge um, nude Catherine. illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, nude illusion. It's all an illusion. Oh, yeah, that's 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 great. Who are some of the performers that you've looked up to through the years? That I've looked up to. That's a really interesting question. <clears throat> um, the one person that I have followed since I knew what drag was um, was RuPaul. Sure. Everybody knows who RuPaul is. Um, And then from that, it trickled down to, I was that kid, 16 years old, in the middle of the night, watching RuPaul's Drag Race, the second season. Mm -hmm. Um, We're 11 seasons strong with RuPaul's Drag Race right now, and I think it's became a really huge impact in current pop culture. It's mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, and you you cannot deny the fact that RuPaul's Drag Race has elevated 150 queens to a level of superstardom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's awesome. But yeah. then also a lot of people think that it is the downfall of drag, and I don't think that's the case. Oh, the purists. Yeah, because when, <clears throat> when they rise, we rise. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be able to have my business without the notoriety that came from those queens you know that kind of always happens in any subculture Mm -hmm. when it starts to become mainstream the people that were there at the beginning want it to kind of go back to that quiet place where it was theirs and they felt ownership whereas now with you know rupaul's show which if people haven't seen it it's wildly entertaining Mm -hmm. and there's it's actually to me it's a comedy hour in a lot of ways i mean these people are funny they're genuinely funny they can be a little savage on each other but that's that can be generally funny too is that part of the culture kind of the put down um yeah but it's it's called the reading so if you watch rupaul's drag race you see the reading challenge and i'll tell you the most fun at the drag show is backstage in the dressing room oh wow why it's wild it's what happens i mean we're just busting each other's balls the entire (laughs) night literally (laughs) i love it um that's great would you ever how, would you ever try to get on the program? Is that a goal, or do you think you could hang with those uh, those hang cats? with them? I was behind the scenes at Good Morning America with them. Really? Yeah. Tell us about that. That was crazy. Um, I got a call from um, 
integration who does hair and he does a lot of Alyssa's pieces and um, he said, hey, Alyssa's going to be in New York City at Good Morning America. She needs jewelry. Let's take a road trip. Nice. Um, and then just imagine little old me from Franklin County yeah. being in New York City, being chauffeured in an Escalade and being like thrown into the Good Morning America elevator with Alyssa Edwards and just go to the second floor. So yeah. that must have been a very surreal experience. And oh, then bizarre. to come back here after that, you wah, know? Wah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No. Back in Chambersburg. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. I'm happy for all your success. Thank and it uh, looks like you're on your way up for sure. We will see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Philip, let's talk about you. You are a budding artist photographer. Uh, let's talk about your project, Pose for Pride. Tell us what's going on there. So, Post for Pride is a project that came to fruition. I wanted to find a way to celebrate Pride in Chambersburg during June, and I really wanted our downtown to have a feel of Pride being celebrated. Mm -hmm. And I thought that the best way to do that was kind of to come up with a way that we could get a lot of the businesses downtown to gather themselves together and display something that was prideful. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just thought, well, you know, here you are, you have a camera, you're very artsy. It was kind of like, maybe that's your job to do. So I organized and worked with over 25 LGBTQ plus people mm -hmm. from Franklin County, invited them to my studio. They're not all from Franklin County. Some of them have roots here. Some of them went to school here. Some of them lived here and don't anymore, but came back, thankfully, mm -hmm. to participate in Pose for Pride. So it's a mix, but everyone has roots of some sort mm -hmm. to Franklin County. And where can we see these pictures? You can see these pictures at Brussels Cafe, at Gypsy and at Falafel Shack, Square One, and the Garage Studios. And that's all downtown Main Street, Chambersburg? All downtown Main Street, And what is your website? My website is Mr. P-H-A-B, fab with a P-H, uh, photos.com. Okay, that's great. We want to get that out there so people can see them. Thank Did you. Did you have fun making the photographs? I mean, tell us about your artistic process. It was so fun. It was actually, it was very rewarding I didn't know everyone, so I started out with about 10 people mm -hmm. that were close friends that I knew are part of the LGBTQ family mm -hmm. and asked them to participate. And then from there, just kind of grew. I put a few sneaks online and just kind of said, hey, this is my idea. I'm looking for people to participate, and this is around the eye, like, what I want to do. Right. And from there, people just started tagging, like, oh, so-and-so, you should do this, and the, that was the most rewarding part, meeting people that I didn't know that were from Franklin County, and they mm -hmm. come to my studio, and I get to spend an hour with them. Some of them came alone, some of them came as with their partner, right. and really to just share their experiences, people I don't even know, it's like, hello, how are you? Thank you for like participating in my project, mm -hmm. and then we would just jump right into these heavy topics of like, I'm so thankful that you're doing this project because, and then I, that was with almost everyone. 
told me, I'm so thankful and ready to participate in this project because, and then the stories Mm -hmm. of growing up in Franklin County would start. And I mean, some of them were beautiful. Some of them were positive. They're all beautiful, even if they have a negative undertone, because the general consensus was like, we've all survived it and we're all in a better place now and ready to be visible for maybe those that can't be. Right. So you feel like them getting in front of the camera and the nature of the project allowed them to open up to you and that was probably uh felt good for them it was very rewarding for them the feedback that i got from everyone when they would leave was just so excited for everything to be posted and just people leading up to the project just couldn't wait the last few weeks of may everyone was just like when is it coming like (laughs) how many days until and then one of the really rewarding things was the opening reception which was on June 1st at the Garage Studios. Which is on Main Street, downtown Chambersburg. Yes. And we had all of the photos together. So working with the Franklin County Coalition for Progress, we raised over $1,200 to get 30 16 by 20 canvases printed. So everyone that participated in Post for Pride is also going to be gifted a 16 by 20 canvas of the image that they helped create. But we had all 30 of those canvases on display at the Garage Studios on June 1st for a big opening reception. And it was so amazing to have their family come. There were moms, brothers, sisters, the participants themselves, and then just Mm -hmm. allies and supporters all came out to just kick off Pride Month and really just show their support for Post for Pride. It was amazing. That's fantastic. And you had a previous project, uh, Black Girl Magic. Yes. Could you talk about that a little bit? Oh, I would love to. So Black Girl Magic really was my first project that showed me how, as an artist, I can maybe make a difference here in Franklin County. I had read an article that basically was along the lines of African-American women are some of the least photographed people in the world. And again, I have a camera, I'm an artist, and I thought, well, you know, let's do something to change that. And that was my learning curve. I learned so much through that project. It was amazing. I learned how to gather people together for a good cause and help people connect. And that was along the same lines as Pose for Pride. I didn't really know very many people when I started. I started out with about eight close friends Mm -hmm. and then told them, hey, I need more people to participate. And then that's when the magic really started, too. It's just when these people that I don't know are coming to my studio space and being vulnerable like that with me and sharing their stories and letting me take a photograph of them. And along those lines of helping me build the community up, bring everyone together. And we had a huge opening reception for Black Girl Magic as well at the library, again, with the Franklin County Coalition for Progress, helped raise the funds so that all the participants could be gifted Mm -hmm. their canvas. That's nice. Yes. Are these pieces for sale? Pose for Pride is not for sale. It's a community project. So everything's just gifted back to the participants. The main focus was just to bring visibility. Mm -hmm. But along with Lolly Cox over here, she and a few other queens from the area participated in another collection that I wanted to create that is the Queen Collection. And that was a lot of fun to work on, too. That kind of has the vibes of drag queens have taken over Franklin County. (laughs) (laughs) Public opinion headline. (laughs) It might scare some people. (laughs) Yeah, what I hear in these stories is, you know, we're 
bringing marginalized peoples to the front. Rats. And I think when, like, if you're like me or Jeremy, you've always been part of, I don't know how to describe us, the non-marginalized people. Mm-hmm. Um, how empowering is it to live in this moment where you're being brought into the mainstream, you know? Like, for instance, Pete, I don't know how political you guys are, but Pete Buttigieg, uh, openly gay man running for president. And it's an, it's a non-issue for people. I mean, the press just doesn't make an issue of it. And of course, there are some people that are going to. But tell us what it feels like to go from this, because you've grown up and you've reached this point now. I don't know. Hopefully you don't feel marginalized still. But what it's like to, how powerful it is for marginalized people to see their images represented. Like what you're talking about, the, the, the photographs you're taking, where they feel grateful that you're getting their image and you're pushing that out there. Tell us about that. I think that, to speak on that, I talk a lot about the younger version of myself. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're younger, it's harder to be visible and it's harder to be yourself. Mm-hmm. That was one of the main driving forces to do this project. So to talk, and also too, there are people of all ages, and I found that out with putting this project together, some people that I thought would participate that I thought were living openly, I found maybe because of their job or their family or some fear, they weren't Mm -hmm. comfortable participating. And I mean, the feedback was amazing. It was like, Oh, we love you fab. Thank you for doing this project. I can't wait to see it. But because of my job or because of my mom who lives in Franklin County, I am not comfortable participating so back to the importance and how it feels i can tell you from my shoes now as a grown gay man that feels comfortable i wouldn't say that i don't feel marginalized but i feel like being in this time that we're in i feel accepted and safe enough to express myself however i want Mm -hmm. and i think that hopefully what by being visible and doing projects like Pose for Pride, hopefully those people that are like the 15-year-old me that couldn't be visible, I hope that it gives them courage. And that was a main focus that I wanted with this project was I wanted to do it for the 15-year-old me who was watching Will and Grace and the real world for examples of gay people. I didn't have examples of gay people here. Like, as Frankie said, I mean, the closest gay bar is about 45 miles away. So 18-year-old me was watching Real World, watching Will and Grace, and hanging out at Starbucks because those were the only places that I ever saw any sort of representation of our people. And in 15 short years, that has changed drastically, and I'm so happy to be a part of that. Yeah, it has. I think we've come a long way. I would never have in my lifetime imagined that gay marriage would be legalized. Me either. It just seems, you know, I'm 51 years old now. When that happened, it was like, wow, okay, great. We're maturing as a society. It was encouraging, too, when we talked to the superintendent on our last show, and he talked about how the kids... Kids don't care. ...seem more accepting Mm -hmm. now They just don't care anymore. Yeah, Yeah, I have a 15-year-old daughter, and she and her best friend... It's just a non-issue. They they just don't care. In some cases, they find it a little more interesting if someone's gay. But, you know, the the anime they look at, the movies they watch, have gay characters, it doesn't matter. Which bodes well, I think, for our society in general, is that these generations come up. And I think that the visibility has been so yeah, important. That's a huge part of with it. With that, I mean, you have this whole generation that's all real world and saw Will and Grace. I mean, that was our visibility, you know, at the time. And it just, it continues to grow and continues to be easier for the generations mm-hmm. to come. 
So let's go back to talking about the uh, uh, Pride celebration. What's going to happen at this Festival of Pride? What is it? We have so much planned for you. Lots of queens. Okay. Lots, lots and queens. lots of queens. So it'll be the drag show. That'll be kind of the There'll centerpiece. There'll be two drag two shows. Two drag shows, yeah. okay. We're going to have a all-inclusive drum circle. We'll have drums provided and maybe some flow artists that will bring some... We'll have hula hoops. We'll have some poi, which if you're not familiar with, it's kind of a centrifugal force flow art. Mm-hmm. Um well, look it up. It's real fun. I will. You'll see it. Or come to Pride and check I'll it out. Maybe Pride. we'll, we'll, te- we'll teach you there. Along... I, I come to Pride mainly to yell at the protesters, to be honest. Well, that's fine. <laughs> we'll put you with like our mama bear security. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I enjoy doing. No, but we have drag shows. We have the Flow Circle. We have mm-hmm. different community theater groups mm-hmm. putting together some things. We have... The second drag show, which is going to just be out of this world. And where is it located? It's located at the Orchards Banquet Complex on Orchard Drive okay, here in great. Chambersburg. Great. And what are the hours? Do you guys know? Or did 11 to 5. 11 to 5. Okay, it's going to be. And I went last year, and there were lots of families. There were lots of kids. Um, it's a really great event. Uh, it just has a great energy about it. That's about all we have for today. I want to thank you so much Thanks, both Pete. for coming yes, in and sharing your me. stories. Uh, Lolly, we look forward to your uh, Tina Turner yeah. on 11. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mr. Fab, everybody go check out his photographs. Where are they? They're currently showing all over downtown. It's all over. Great. They are all up. So Brussels Cafe, Gypsies, Antiques. And the Falafel Shack, Square One, and Garage Studios. They're all right on Main Street. Start at Brussels and just work your way down and stop in every little business and support. Before we go, I just want to mention the Platinum Sponsors lined up so far for this year's Pride Franklin County. They are Creative Minds Learning and Development Centers, Extra Magic Trips with Stephen and Kevin Giuliano, First Energy Foundation, and Bridget's Beach House. And you can find the Progress Pod online at progresspod.org and send us an email to progresspod at gmail.com. Thanks.